You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jujitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith, and today's guest is a four-stripe purple belt who trains at Gracie Bar of Vancouver, located in Vancouver, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Caleb Shear. Hi, Lamar. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, the pleasure is all mine, sir. How are you doing today? Um, good day. It's a good day, yeah. Um, I'm a little sick. I meant to be training, but um, I figured I'd spare my partners today, uh, passing on whatever I have. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, man, even though you're sick, man, I do appreciate you uh, sitting down and talking to me. It's something about jujitsu, man. No matter what, we'll we'll fight through it, right? Right on. Exactly. That's what it's all about: showing up. Right. Well, without further ado, man, go ahead and introduce yourself again, if you would like, and uh, let's hear about your jujitsu journey. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, maybe you can help me with some questions, but, um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I started jujitsu a long time ago, (laughs) really. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, I guess you probably heard a lot on the show. It's just really changed my life. Um, you know, my, my, uh, You know, my life has been about, um, you know, sort of a journey from this kind of um, rough childhood where I experienced a lot of things that influenced my view of the world. And, um, you know, in that view of the world, um, I, I got a lot of wrong ideas about life. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of wrong ideas about what people are all about and um, and what belonging, what community is all about and jujitsu been my path back to that so you know it's about jujitsu but it's also about um you know all of the things that when i really bore deep down into what jujitsu is about they're mirrored everywhere Mm -hmm. um and jujitsu isn't just something that i do on the mats right right that's where i practice but really it's off the mats that's where it it really um jujitsu really has played an influence in my life and when i learned that distinction it just changed everything for me and i and i um i've been trying to pass that on to my students and um you know my uh people i work with professionally as well definitely man uh jujitsu has definitely been a game changer in my life man uh it's a lot of things i know i talk about that a lot in the podcast about how just if i wasn't training jujitsu I don't know what exactly I'll be doing right now if I will still be here, you know. So I, I definitely uh definitely agree with that strongly, man. For yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh when was it for you, like when it when it, it finally like clicked, like with jujitsu and corresponding with your everyday life? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I mean, looking back at it, my jujitsu is always like uh like a perfect mirror for for my trauma so to speak like mm-hmm. my relationship to jujitsu from the very start was like that like you know i found this thing that when i when i got on the mat just for the first time i loved it and i felt at home and i was like i've been looking for this my whole life and and um i knew it was something i wanted to get good at um and never belts didn't 
you know, I wasn't like, I'm going to get my black belt. It was like, I'm going to get really good at this. I mean, that's what I want. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, from there, my journey really started. And, uh, and um, it was like, so I had this desire to get really good at this thing. But um, I found that I had fear even in like showing up for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the thought of showing up for training, um, what might happen, like, like, um, you know, part of it was, you know, physical injury, but not very much. Most of it was about my ego and about my ego, not wanting to get like damaged and the fear that I, um, that I projected onto what jujitsu was, um, made it really hard for me to show up. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that was a perfect mirror for my life. Right. Mm -hmm. the perfect mirror for my life right so um so through my development in jiu-jitsu i learned to like you know show up for class show up for class consistently you know eventually show up for the warm-up um you, you know like more and more and more stay the whole hour after for the real class where you roll with your professor um you know and and just slowly 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 i built up like tolerance to it and um really it's like it's so cliche but the whole battle in jiu-jitsu is never with my opponent, man. It's always, always, always with myself. Um, and, and that happens like that's a constant battle, right? And I, and I try and wage that all the time. And jiu-jitsu is when I step back on those mats of jiu-jitsu, it's like the, it's the way that I can express it in the moment, right? It's mm -hmm. like, okay, so this giant guy is trying to crush me or, you know, this super flexible guy can't pass his guard and he keeps triangling me. Um, what does it mean? You know, am I going to push through the discomfort and I'm, am I going to, or am I going to, am I going to lose my cool and, and, and forget I'm doing jujitsu and just try and force my way through, or mm -hmm. am I going to maintain my breath and I'm going to maintain my posture and I'm going to um, apply my principles of jujitsu where, um, you know, I'm going to deal with the situation appropriately um, by applying the right tools to it instead mm -hmm. of just going into my instinct and fighting. Right. And, and that's what jujitsu really, I, I think that's really what it's done for me off the mats. Right. Definitely, man. Um, I can, you know, personally say with jujitsu, uh, you know, it, it requires you to think so much to the point where only thing you can think about is jujitsu. Then it's somehow involved into thinking about jujitsu with everything else in life. You know, right? like know. everything is a role to me now. Like no matter what the problem is, I, I treat it as a role. You know, I look right? at what my well, my opponent's doing, what I'm doing, what I'm doing wrong, what I can make them do wrong. And yeah, man, it's <laughs> it's it's so it's so crazy how you don't like you when you you don't realize how much jujitsu has influenced your outside life until you really sit down and think about it yeah so, that's right and talk about it <laughs> right and, and talk about it because it's it's a it's an everyday thing for me now you know expect uh starting this podcast you know i talk to I'm, i talk to people every day I congratulations do on your stripe by the way ah first, first, thank first stripe you. on your brown belt right first stripe on my brown belt yes congratulations yes and and that's another thing like um the, the community is so like warming and you know you see someone get a promotion and everybody's so happy for you never yeah. met you a day in your life but we're like excited for you you know so totally <laughs> totally because yeah. like um 
like the one of the last guests, he's uh he's starting his own school, so we're doing video now. So I was like, hey, want to show me show a, a tour of the school? So he showed it around, and I'm excited more than him because I'm like, I don't know you, but I'm excited that you're opening in a school, you know? So right, how awesome is that? I like how yeah. awesome is that, right? Yeah. So dream. yeah, it's it's definitely a dream of mine too to eventually open a school, but you know that's a little bit down the line. I, just focusing yeah. on getting better, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, so the so is this your school, or are you, are you just training at uh, Gracie Barra? No, no, it's my professor's school. Um, okay. I I train there with him, um, and then I have my own program that I run. That's uh, I uh, it's a trauma informed jujitsu program. So I really break down. Um, I'm a I my background's in in social work, and I got my master's in social work, and I've been really interested in, you know, addiction treatment and trauma treatment, um, you know, for my own reasons, right? Like addiction was sort of my escape from um, from real life until I found something much more satisfying. Um, and uh, and uh, so I, I, you know, when I was doing my master's and I was I was studying this stuff, I really started looking into what is trauma and like how does it express itself and. Um, like it's not the only way I'm not trying to say that jujitsu is going to save you, but I'm saying that jujitsu can save you. <laughs> and, um, and that's what I'm trying to pass on to, to people. So less, I don't, I, you know, I basically abandoned, you know, I don't really do that much counseling anymore. I don't mm-hmm. do, um, I do jujitsu now because that's the quickest way to approach people and like change their lives. Definitely. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, I train at Gracie Baja, but it's also like, um, you know, I, 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 um, I really deeply believe in the idea of jujitsu for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, jujitsu will benefit you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, can you hang with the black belts? You know, most people know never will, but that's not what it's all about. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I right. feel like I gotcha. went off on a tangent there. Sorry. Oh no, no, you're you're good. You're good. But um, I I always you know scream to like the like the to the top of my lungs that jujitsu is therapy. You know, jujitsu is. is my therapy, and you know I go I go to a therapist, and you know I don't know. It's just something about the the difference. Like okay, yeah, I can sit here and talk about my problems or whatever, but it's just for some odd reason when I step on the mats and not think about my problems for two, two and a half hours, everything else does not, I don't even care about nothing anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> totally. Totally. And it's like, you know, they're saying now that um, we know now for a fact that trauma is a thing. So basically what happens is somebody's traumatized in the past something bad happens and some people that creates trauma and that trauma is like a memory stamp and Mm -hmm. and you carry it with you into the present moment. So if you have PTSD, what you're doing is you're really in every moment, you're reliving like a traumatic incident. So, so your muscles are tight, your organs are working faster or harder than they should. You're in a stress response all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when actual stresses happen in life, people freak out, right? because they just can't endure it. They don't even know that they're under stress. Mm-hmm. So if there's one thing jujitsu does, it puts you under stress it, it, and it teaches you how to deal with it. 
So, oh, yeah. Um, so suddenly we're not these helpless kids anymore in this trauma sense. We're really like, we're like capable adults defending ourselves from, you know, a dangerous focused opponent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so it, yeah, it gets you right into the moment and, um, and it allows you to express like to work through this trauma that is actually like a memory stored in the body. So we can, we can literally release it through mindful jujitsu and we can control it. And like, really I've seen people just gain their life back in ways that um, are remarkable and, and consistently if they can mm-hmm. apply these principles, you know? Yeah. And it's, um, it's amazing to hear uh, the success stories that jujitsu has um, had on people. Um, that was kind of one of my main reasons for starting, you know, starting this podcast is because I always think about like, man, you know, how stressed out, you know, life can get, how, you know, just dealing with just every, you know, everyday life. But, you know, the time I'm on these mats is like, you know, it's just a big sigh of relief for me, you know, and I just be wondering, like, I know I can't be the only one that feel this way. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't be I can't be the only one that feels this way about jujitsu because it's too many people doing it every single day to not but have this cra- feeling. How crazy is that, though, that that happens? Like, because really what we're doing is we're like, I don't know where you train, but we're bleeding on each other. Like my partner's sweat gets in my mouth. Like, yeah, like like I leave with with like blood and scrapes on my face. And I love it, man. But it's pretty counterintuitive that this that. <laughs> this happens right like what's right. up with that <laughs> yeah i'd have got bled on you know sweat spit just it yeah. happens but we're so comfortable with it yeah yeah right <laughs> that seems to be part of the magic it's like you know I, I i was we were we trained hard doing coming up to a competition with my team once and um i realized there's a bunch of like everybody's like training hard everybody's like ripped like like just these like muscular manly dudes trying to kill each other and we're all basically lying in like a cuddle puddle together right like at the end of training not even Mm -hmm. thinking anything about it right and that like that kind of contact man that kind of like intimacy you don't find that everywhere where where we're that intimate with each other and like um in a in a it, it, it like i think it pulls out something like almost tribal in us right yeah there's no sense most of definitely. like it yeah most definitely because even down to the relationships that you that you develop with your teammates you know you instantly become family with these people yeah and it's it's funny because like my one of i always talk about this guy uh, uh brian he's like one of my best friends and you know training partner and he's like you know he's close like blood to me now and my wife asked uh she we were just talking one day and she's like okay she's like you you have contact with a lot of friends that you grew up with right i said yeah and she says what different does that friendship make versus the friendship that you have with you know brian or the other guys at your gym and i'm like for one i see them more the guys i train with and we literally try to kill each other every single day but at the same time, that's our therapy. So it's like, you know, we go out there, we, you know, we're stressed out. We're, you know, we end up rolling. And next thing you know, we're having an hour conversation after after class. 
two-hour conversation yeah. after class and then you just guys just become like you know like this and you see yeah. and you get to see like every stage of emotions with these people yeah so it's like and you can't vulnerability right yeah like, that vulnerability like... yeah for sure like and it's like you can't help but you know become good friends or you know become like brothers or you know siblings to each other you know in that in that time span yeah because when you think about it it's like totally man it's like every tap you know and if you're training hard you're tapping I, in my opinion like like and every tap is really a it's like it's an acknowledgement you could have killed me but yeah you didn't you didn't, <laughs> <But> you didn't. <laughs> so thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the same for you. And that kind of, that seems to breed like a lot of trust, right? Man, what? I know, right? <laughs> it's like, I, <laughs> I trust you enough. If I tap you, you will let me go. Yeah. And I'll do the yeah. same, right? Yeah. 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 And that we can control ourselves enough. You know, I, I, um, in my program at work, I see a lot of guys come in that just no idea. You know, there's, oh man, do you, there's a meme out there that says something about why the average male thinks to win a street fight. And it's like, you know, 1% is, is a train, you're a trained fighter. And the other, the other 99% is like, dude, you don't understand how badass I am. <laughs> you know, when I see red bodies hit the floor. So I, yeah. see, guys like this, I see guys like this all the time, like, because they've got this huge ego, they got to protect and you get them on the mats and they just, they crumble, man. But from that crumbling, they just grow, right? If they can keep coming back, like like they grow, they drop the attitude, they um, they uh, they they. I I think it, and I I went through this as well, where I I thought that I needed to act tough to get respect, mm-hmm. and it, you know it's pretty embarrassing now, right? But but um, but back at the, I really believed in it, like like in like cred and and um, that I had to like prove like project this persona to be respected uh-huh. and um you know jujitsu like no no not at all like ryan hall or somebody like that like the chillest most dangerous guys in the world do jujitsu right right so, so so i see this crumbling in people and um it's another way like we don't have to be macho with each other right like we know exactly where we stand mm-hmm. we all know exactly where we stand with each other you can't fake anything in jujitsu like like whatever you are it's out there you know yeah like jujitsu does not lie it's it does not it lie keeps you, it keeps <laughs> you honest it keeps you humble <laughs> it, it definitely it definitely keeps you in your place right and thank god for that i need that man yeah for sure because you know because i i don't i don't you know bash any other martial art everyone has their love for their 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 reason but you know only places I saw like this tranquil feeling was when I was doing MMA and yeah. when I really got into jujitsu because, you know, I'm like, I think, I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, we go in these, we go in these padded rooms, right. And we're throwing, you know, we're punching, we're kicking, we're throwing, we're choking and, you know, we're bending each other's bodies in ways it's not supposed to bend, but we're, that's when we're the happiest. It's all—it's like legal murder almost. <laughs> it's like you know, I can go in, I can choke someone almost to unconscious, and then you know, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Cause we yeah, um we try that at the office. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> I can I can kind of try that because my boss is my instructor, so I can I can kind of oh. get away with it. <laughs> you actually can. Yeah, me too. Actually, me too. Everybody where I, I work now is training now too, right? They, so I can boss. I can actually almost get away with that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how you know you got the job you want, right? <laughs> I know, right? Because uh, he actually makes these jokes about it. He's like, dude, where what else? He said, where else can you go where you can choke a cop or a prosecutor or this type of person, that type of person? And they're laughing the whole time while you're doing it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, you got a point. That's satisfying, that man. <laughs> I was like, you got a point, man. But, um, yeah, you, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Who, do, you, do you train with, who's tougher in your experience, firefighters or cops? You train I haven't had any firefighters yet. Haven't trained with any firefighters, but the 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 few cops that we've trained with, and we, <laughs> I love this guy. He's a big guy, very very strong. But he's like he doesn't know his own strength type of strong. So I was like, I understand, I understand I completely. Like but that. I'm like, tone it down a little bit, my brother. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa! I know that's the most dangerous person on the mat. Is that like? that like testosterone filled white white belt man <laughs> the guy that just wants to win right um, i know right but he was um he's a he's a purple belt and oh, he, so it would be you know it'd be days cool. where we'll we'll be training together and we was going over uh just a hip toss he's like because like, he's always struggled with takedowns so we're we're working one day and he's like, i just can't seem to blah 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 and i was like okay when you step turn all the way around put your back to my chest and then lift he was like okay and he's just going through it and when he finally took that full step and went i i blinked and i was upside down hitting the mats and i'm like he went he went all in just straight all in i'm just laying there like i didn't have to i didn't get a chance to break fall i bounced off the mats i'm just sitting here just curled up and I'm like, he's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, just give me a minute. <laughs> uh, you you guys are in Detroit, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, what what's the scene like? Is there a lot of judicial there? Mm, as far as I can see, there's not that many schools. Um, I know we have a few that's in down. We have like one that's in like downtown Detroit. We have a couple in Southfield. Our schools in Oak Park. Um, there's like a sprinkle in like uh, St. Clair Shores that I know of. Um, one in Southfield. Where, no, I'm sorry, not Southfield, but uh, where is that? Where is this one school? Uh, it's, it escapes my mind, but there's a lot of like more MMA schools, but not like strictly jujitsu schools around. So, are, are there a competition scene and stuff? I mean, I probably like here. Oh yeah, IBJJ. yeah. We got IBJJF, uh, Grappling Industries, uh, Naga comes here. So yeah. there's probably one or two a month that I know of. If they, you know, obviously, if then I mean, if it's not local, but yeah, about one or one or two a month, I see. That's not like either either here in Detroit or like in the surrounding areas. Right on. So do, when people, when teams are winning, do you notice anything? Like what, what makes teams win in competitions? What do you think? I don't know. Is Cause, it... um, 
I, I try to like when I do go to tournaments, I there's a lot of like I guess you want to say local people. So I really don't like there's nobody really to like quote unquote follow. But no, I don't I don't I don't really know. I don't really look at look at that like oh what why you know what makes this team win more or whatever. I just go yeah. do it to have fun, you know. Yeah, me too. I love it. So fun. So so you so you compete so you compete. I haven't competed in years, but yeah, when I was younger, I did. I'd be masters like eighteen or something now. So I don't know. One of those, you know, they just get a, they go. We all like lean on each other and call it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start sitting. <laughs> We're gonna play. Everyone start sitting. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's like you decide before who's gonna pull guard. <laughs> like, so, a quick yeah. little uh, rock paper scissors match, and then you know, see who uh, <laughs> who starts in the who starts in advanced position, right? Totally, totally. Funny because it, it the started jujitsu was all about like who was the most athletic, who was um, who was you know who was winning the tournaments, but you know now it's just like who's last, right? Like like all of us are we've gotten pretty good at jujitsu by now, right? Yeah. So uh, so yeah. That's yeah. what uh, Chris Harder said. You know, it's not about who's the best; it's the one who who's lasts the longest. That's it, right? That's it. And then it's and... like these skills develop, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been been fun, man. It's been very very fun. So, what's been like yeah. the, I guess the the best part about jujitsu for you? I haven't asked someone this question, but what's been the best part about jujitsu for you? Um. Yeah, I mean, man, there's, I mean, it's just everything, right? It's just, it's changed everything for me. So it's hard to pinpoint one thing, but I guess if you had to say it, it would be the community, right? It would mm-hmm. be like, that's the thing that I guess really matters. And that's like, when I think about, you know, the, the, um, you know, I've been training a long time and, um, it, it's not, I don't remember really who won any matches or who won any competitions. I don't, but I do remember like my team and the, and the um, memories that we built and like that, you know, when somebody's in the community is having a, a hard time financially, we'll have a seminar for them. Um, you know, that's the stuff I remember. So mm-hmm. I, I'd have to say definitely the community. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I couldn't agree with more, man. Um, Cause yeah, that's the stuff that, you know, that's the, the best part about it. Like you can, you can have all the medals and, have all the trophies and celebrity status, man. I want the memories that I've experienced with the pe- you know, the people I've trained with, the people that I've met and whatnot. Like, don't get me wrong. I love rolling. I would roll all day and all day. But this, like the the talking to people has been the best part. Yeah, man. So it'd be that, the community, and then probably half guard after that. Yeah. I love half guard, man. I'm, and I just I, think everybody <laughs> should play half guard all the time. And I'm, you know, it's funny I'm one of those people who who started to love play like love playing half guard. So good, and it's and it's so yeah. dangerous because I'm I know the guy you know the, a lot of guys at our school are fairly large. We're smashed out Joe, you know we we are under Joe Moera, so a lot of smashed out jujitsu, and I'm like, why? <laughs> but yeah, I find it so fun. But I'm like, why? Like why are yeah. we trying to play half guard? But. When my go- my coach told me like the more time you spend on the bottom, the less time you spend on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like like yeah. you can get out. So so that that was my mantra. 
And um, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't want to be under a a massive guy pulling half guard for sure. No, 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 no. Because um, it was what this is yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, I was just sitting around. And I messaged one of the guys at from the gym. I was like, hey, you wanna you wanna go roll? He was like yeah all right so you know we go to the gym and roll for a couple hours he's a you know he's a big guy and he's he's uh one of our blue belts and he's his he's progressed so so much um in these last couple months because he just started to wake up for him too so he's been like kicking it up and we were rolling and i'm like let's play half let's, <laughs> let's just play around with half and i'm i'm getting smashed you know but i'm like Come on, man. Let's while we're doing this. And then next you know I'm playing deep half. I'm like, no, don't start doing this. Don't start doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I'm like walk away. Like I'm already like trying to play leg locks, which I, you know, which I really haven't done, but I want to start doing like more no gi competitions. So that's kind of like the one of the big things I need to pay attention to. But deep half or half guard is like another thing that I'm playing with. I'm like this is the this is the wrong place to try it, but this is all yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's just sometimes all you got, and there's an answer for everything. It's just like it's a lot of work if the guy's big. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I love I big love guys that. who are wrestlers and MMA oh. fighters. So it's yeah. like, yep, I haven't tried it on on them just yet. I'm still working the bugs out, but I will eventually see what happens. What what kind of guard do you prefer? Um, I kind of like playing clothes. Yeah, clothes guard because um, it I kind of like to play that clothes guard to try to set up like my scissor sweep or or you know play the grapevine to a uh, a hip bump sweep. But I gotta be careful because I'm I'm short. I'm like five nine. So it's like we got wide guys, we got tall guys, and their legs are like, <laughs> you know, half of me. So gotta, yeah. I got to, I got to learn something, man. Uh, Lucas Leche, <laughs> did you ever get into him? He's got those that amazing. I think they're calling it the Coyote Guard, but where he, where you 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 get in there and you you shift their angle of their knee instead of like trying to attack the muscle. So he's he's fantastic. He changed my half guard a lot, man. I love. I he love said, "What's stuff. his name?" Uh, Lucas Leche, he trains out of, um, oh man, it's been a while, um, I, somewhere I in California, but a Brazilian guy. And he always competes um, in a lower, or he likes to compete in a lower weight class or a heavier weight class than he is. So he likes to go against bigger guys and he plays half guard against them. So he's got a pretty good system to deal with a lot of those problems. And what What's his name one more time? Uh, Lucas Leche, uh, I think it's um, L-E-I-T-E. With the power of the internet. Ah, I found him. Yeah. So, homework tonight. There you go, Coyote <laughs> Guard, yeah. It changed your life. Yeah, definitely homework, man. No. So, so, um... So when it comes to like you know you training and I I was I was reading like you know you say you're your trauma informed BJJ coach, um, I know you kind of touched a, touched on it a little a little bit but let's kind of like dive deeper into that like 
what was kind of like your approach to how you go by like you know teaching or you know helping the people that you help yeah so slowly right so a lot mm-hmm. of the um a, a lot of it is just based on the assumption you got to start with the assumption that you know for for some people um even just being touched physically can be can set set a flashback off right mm-hmm. so um the you know i said earlier i love the idea of um of um jujitsu for everyone and i i I kind of see what i do as an extension of that so um i try and make it so that people can get as slowly immersed in the experience of the physicality of jujitsu um as they can so that they maintain their relationship with it so um, the first thing is just making sure that people feel safe, making making sure all the all the um, all the rules and limitations are understood. So what is jujitsu? Where does it come from? Why is it the best martial art? Like why are you going to spend your time doing jujitsu instead of krav maga, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a there's a is an important piece on you know what is trauma, and then you know whatever it is, it, it's going to show up for us on the mat. So um, there's only really four ways we can react, right? So there's mm-hmm. a fight, fight, freeze, and fawn. So, um, you know, chances are that no matter who you are, but especially if you've identified yourself as somebody who has a, a, a background that's been um, traumatized or traumatizing, um, you can really learn about your responses to life through your responses to jujitsu. So, um, so the first thing is just building mindfulness and awareness of the body and your sensations in the body. So it always comes back to posture and breath. So the first thing that we get people really aware with the, of their posture and breath, um, breathing deeply instead of from I don't know about you but most people probably a brown belt you're better um you're good now but um I don't know when you remember when you started everybody just holds their breath all the time right so so we can learn to control that um and then in learning to control our breath um we conserve energy and what trauma does on the outside world outside of jiu-jitsu is the same thing like we hold our breath um the musculature in our core becomes tight. We fold in on ourselves. Um, and the first thing that, that we need to do is jujitsu off the mats is straighten our posture, straighten our back, mm-hmm. breathe deeply, get oxygen flowing to our brain and to our body. And that puts us in the present moment. So I guess the first thing is just making people realize really the extent of, of how far we are from the present moment and an awareness of our breath and our, um, and our posture so it looks a lot like those old like um you know where you see the spiritual master of of um martial arts living on the top and he has like um like pai mai or whatever from kill bill um, master pai mai yeah <laughs> pai mai, there you go yeah and um and there's this like hidden knowledge within martial arts like i think this mindfulness is it and it just happens to be the cure for trauma so um for the cure you know the an antidote for trauma um, mm-hmm. mindfulness so that's the first thing is establishing mindfulness 
and then realizing what we do when we're under pressure, right? So you, you, um, you, the, everybody will learn a technique and escape and an attack from each position. So what happens when you're under pressure? Are you holding your breath? Are you maintaining your posture? Or in this struggle, are you forgetting yourself and going back to your old ways, which would be, you know, bodies hit the floor, man. Um, and just like, uh, and like flailing and thrashing around and not trying to survive in a, in an intelligent way. Mm -hmm. So jujitsu is really mindfulness, you know, and it gives us the ability to take a traumatic response, which is fear. So, um, fear is an easy one to, or, um, fight is an easy one to see on the mats with a new person. They'll come in and, you know, the, the ego's big and things get rough and they can't control themselves. And do you guys, have you seen that where, you oh, guys yeah. actually? yeah, yeah. So, so in my program, we look at that as a trauma response. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's bringing something from the past that's not appropriate to the present, even though our physiology, even though, even though we're having this reaction of like fighting, right? But in reality, jujitsu would tell us, well, you know, I'm not going to give anybody any resistance to their aggression. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to, I'm going to not fight. I'm going to move out of their way. Um, instead of, instead of lashing out, instead of acting angrily, I'm going to control my breath. I'm going to control my body. And I'm going to remember that whatever it is that I see as a threat right now, it isn't. Right. And I think with jujitsu, um, you see a lot of people like, um, coming into a real sense of um, control in their life. So people who have had early childhood trauma, who don't feel like their body's theirs, who um, had, a, had an adult, um, you know, abuse them in some way, um, really gain sense of control back and really be able to, like, walk around in their life in a new way. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure, man. So we're trying to get people from that state of, like, I'm afraid, I can't do it to, oh, okay, this isn't what I thought it was, to joining a club, to competing, right? That's how I know that, like, it's really worked is, is when my people, when my patients or whatever, my, my athletes, um, trauma-informed athletes come and they compete and then they win. Mm. That has to be a good feeling. Man. It has to be a very warm, warm feeling. Yeah, man powerful yeah because you know um the there's been a few times where we've had uh seminars um like like, like a women's self-defense uh seminar uh we've done it for you know like older uh, older women uh like you know teens that's coming fresh out of high school so we you know we've talked to like you know different uh age groups and I even talked to a couple couple people like in the streets about it and the first thing they they think about when they when they see or hear it is the the positioning cuz you you know in in jujitsu it's a you you're in compromising positions yeah. so that's you know that's the one thing that's always a touchy thing cuz it's like you you want them to you know you want them to react like relax it's like you it's like you want them to but you don't you don't know how to like exactly tell someone it's like yeah relax let this person between your legs that you you know you never met before but um, yeah that's right yeah yeah so it's it's a it's a mind game it's like you know from the the from the first time you step on the mats to you know it's that's like you you're 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 having this fight 
with yourself every single day after that because it's for one it's new two it's like you have to get used to this and it's like yeah. you 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 have this fight with yourself like i i know this makes me uncomfortable but a part of me wants to do this so i need to figure out a way to separate the two yeah. To be able to enjoy this in order to conquer what's, you know, my, I guess you want to say ailments or, you know, trauma, as you, you know, as we say. So, yeah, fear, really, right? It's fear, mm -hmm. I think, at the end of the day. It's like, what are all the guises? What are all the masks that fear plays in my life? And if I mm -hmm. can recognize my fear of losing or my fear of pain or my fear of discomfort in jujitsu, I can do it out, outside too. And if I can, if I can keep moving in jujitsu, I can do it outside too. Yeah. And that's that's my motto, man. It's like I wake up, you know, I, I train hard. I beat up my body every day. And as you like, you know, as a brown belt, I've been doing this for, a, you know, for a little while. <laughs> and it's like, man, if I'm willing to put my body through all that, man, there's nothing else. I, I mean, there's nothing I can't do, you know. I, totally, man. Totally. Totally. Yes, like even as an adult, it's still like that pat on the back, that encouragement, like you got this. Jujitsu knows you got this. I'm like, I know, I know, I got it, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah. And did, did it give you just like, yeah, like more confidence walking around and 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 just like the grocery store or whatever, right? Like, yeah, like you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think jujitsu sort of stands out too because. We can actually, jujitsu gives us the power to, you know, obviously we could kill somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, and people are, it shows you how vulnerable people you are, like just people walking around. But with jujitsu, we're not striking people. We're not, um, we're not doing irreparable harm. We're, we're controlled and we have the capacity to incapacitate them without hurting them. And mm -hmm. to me, that's real power. Like yeah. to be able to look at your enemy, your, your opponent, your enemy. And to have the power not to hurt them, even though you could, right? That to me, that's like the ultimate symbol of what jujitsu is. Is like it makes you a better person. It just makes you a better person. Yeah, it it, it's, it all around just makes you a, a a better person. Like yeah, like you said, like um, I think I moved and my mic came loose. Oh yeah, yeah. Um You're back. Yeah, what was that? Was oh yeah, so like um before training, like I I I was really like very cautious of everybody. You know, ev everywhere I go, like, you know, just I have real bad social anxiety. I can't I can't stand yeah. large crowds. Like it to like to this day it still bothers me, but since I've been training, it just makes everything so much like yeah. I can kill everybody in this room. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know? right. yeah, yeah. I got nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing to Just worry about. One on one with no weapons, guys. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> Just making as jokes, long as like we play by the jujitsu rules. We're good. I know, right? Long as long as we play by jujitsu rules, we are we are right. Because right. <laughs> um, I got like a belt um for my pants, but it looks like my you know my jujitsu belt. And I've, I've, you know, been places and it's like, they'll say like, you know, no weapons. 
They're like, ah, let me take this off. <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't go in. They say no weapons. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave my hands outside. I'm sorry. Right, I gotta leave. I gotta leave my hands outside. And, totally. They say, they say totally. no weapons. <laughs> you just can't go in, man. Man, it's not allowed. I'm just not allowed, man. They say no weapons, so I can't go in. I'll see you guys. I see you guys later, man. Just. Yeah, I guess I gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta go home. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, because even um, I told this story a while ago. Um, a few years, this is like last year or year before. Uh, me and my wife went out one day, and we uh, went to a strip club, and uh, one of the guys that one of the patrons there was drunk. And he just kept like bumping into us, like asking us all these questions. And we're trying to enjoy the show, but he's like making my wife nervous because he just keeps bumping into us, keep talking to us. So she's like, you know, all right, let's let's just I'm like, you ready to go? She's like, yeah, I was like, okay, let's pay for our drinks and then we can leave. We get ready to leave. The guy is standing like he's standing in the middle between like the door and, and the, the, the waitress and like someone that was standing right here. And he's like, you guys are leaving? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, don't leave, man. I hope y'all didn't make you uncomfortable. So, it's like, he's trying to, like, hug me at this point. So, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, dude, this is, like, the third time I told you. Right. I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is the third time I'm like, dude, don't touch me. So, he's like, no, I don't mean anything by it. And now, at this point, I can see my wife. She's like, oh, something's about to happen. And the guy standing at the bar turns around and he had on a Gracie, you know, Gracie Barrow t-shirt, right? He looks at me. I look at him. I threw the hand sign up and he turns back around and sit back at the bar. So we find, like, we finally leave and my wife is like, you know, she's talking about what happened. I'm just sitting there like, oh, we were cool. Like, we were good. And she's like, what makes you think that? I was like, well, for one, I, I know what I'm capable of. And two, the guy at the bar he does jujitsu and she like what i'm like yeah the guy at the bar who does he does jujitsu is like how did you know i'm like for one you, I'm like, you gotta pay attention to your surroundings man <laughs> like like we're yeah, everywhere <laughs> look, at the ears. look at the ears right he's a short stocky guy bald cauliflower <laughs> ears thick i'm like yeah i did the hand sign he did the hand sign back turn turn around and went back to what he was doing that's fantastic. Yeah, man. Too funny. Too, too funny, man. But, uh, yeah. So, What's up? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Crazy world. Crazy, crazy world, man. I've I've met some some uh, some instant best friends out in this world uh, just talking about jujitsu. Um, and I, I love it, man. I love every minute of it. And I don't see myself doing, wanting to do anything else but jujitsu, like, as much yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been like in, you know, in there's this <clears throat> journey of recovery that people like alcoholics go on, right? And it's, mm -hmm. you know, you always see it in AA and they're like, you know, I'm going to make my life better. I'm going to amend it and, you know, undo some of the damage I've done. And um, I, I ended up getting sober when I was pretty young. I, I stopped drinking when I was about 25. And um, my life has been sort of about recovery since. And it's about it, and the sort of at the core of recovery is the idea of giving back and 
that um that I'm not just uh I'm not like a self-sustained unit self-sustaining unit in this in this planet I'm a I'm a member of a community and um I have a responsibility to like take what I've been given just by virtue of who I am my talents my liabilities and apply that to make the world a better place so towards that I've I've um you know I've had foster kids and just really applied myself to this and I've I've gone on like uh you know I traveled all over the world looking for spiritual answers and and um looking for something real and something I could and I'm telling you it's jujitsu it's like jujitsu is this thing that like it's it's like it changes people in ways that nothing else can and um and so when I think of like well what is my service to humanity how do I it's through jujitsu, right? It's, it's through like jujitsu. Love of jujitsu to people, man. Um, and I can't. And I was given it. I was given it. Um, and I hope to be able to like give it to others and see in them what I've seen for myself through it, through the community and applying the lessons on and off the mats and um, seeing people grow and uh, develop their skills and their confidence and. Um, just really become people that they didn't know they could before jujitsu. It's amazing. We're a part of an amazing thing. It's like, man. I love what you're doing. I love growing jujitsu. It's, it's amazing. Likewise, man. I, I, I can't, I can't speak about jujitsu enough. Like it's a 24, seven, 365 type thing for me. Right. On. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the, the, I guess you want to say the, it's, it's, this became the, the, the talk your jits podcast question uh so uh i'm just making sure that i can i'll ask every every uh <clears throat> member that comes on your top three people who uh you would like to roll with oh damn right <laughs> um i'd like around with donald trump is that allowed <laughs> Sure. (laughs) I know it's not in the spirit of the question, but it'd be good, Um, dude. I I honestly, true, true answer. You want the truth? I really want to roll with Joe Rogan, man. I I want to. I want to roll with Joe Rogan. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we'd be a good matchup, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've 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 seen Um, him throw punch kicks, but I've never seen him do jujitsu. There's there's footage, but you never get to see him like actually doing roles. Yeah, but I've heard he's a total monster. Like I've heard he's a beast. So I've so right, I, I've I heard really the like stories, to... but I would love yeah, to see him yeah. actually get down on the mats, man. Yeah. Right, so we got yeah. Trump, we got Joe Rogan, and uh, who else? Um, you know who who is my my real jujitsu hero right now? Who would it be? Man, you know what? It'd have to be Hodger. I'd, I'd like, I if if I could, you know, just roll with Hodger for an afternoon. That would be like pure joy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Any of those like high level, high class people, man. I would like just. I'll just. I'll take a three minute roll, even though you're probably gonna kill me the whole three minutes, but be the best three minutes in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the great things about our sport too. Is like 
these people that are just world uh oh I think we lost um... class athletes oh. we have access to them through seminars yeah there we are now we're back yep I'm gonna say we kind of cut out a little bit now what you so, were saying yeah Oh, I was just saying it's a realistic thing to be able to meet our heroes in this sport, right? And to be able to, um, you know, actually train with the people who directly influence our game. Like Mike Fowler. I don't know if you're familiar with Mike Fowler, but um, but um, he's one of my favorite. He has fantastic jiu-jitsu. I love his jiu-jitsu so much. Got to take a seminar with him. Um, amazing guy, too. Just hilarious. And uh, it was like a highlight for me is, is rolling with him and training with him, doing a seminar with him. Um, He's got wicked moves too. The unstoppable sweep, true story. Mm, I'm at the. I'm at to check that out, man. <laughs> Gotta check that out. But uh, yeah, do you? Uh, if you got any questions for me, man, by all means. Um, if you got anything coming up, uh, personally, uh, for your school, definitely want you to shout them guys out too. And um, anything else, man, the floor is all yours. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I said everything. I mean, I, I just, I, I love this, what you're doing here. I love, like, anything that just grows our sport, man. Like, like, um, you know, I think jujitsu, if, if, like, in the in the Star Trek universe, in this, like, utopia of the future, I think jujitsu is, like, the international sport, man. It's, like, it, it, there's something so pure about it, and, um, and, uh, I just, I just, I just, I don't think enough can't be said about it. So the more people that are turned on to this, the more people that we can introduce to this thing, um, you know, it changes lives. It's changing the world. Jiu-jitsu for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I definitely uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your, sharing your story with us, man. And you know, with everything you're doing, you know, helping the people that you help spreading awareness of how, uh jujitsu has helped uh you and everybody else man i i and my camera just died <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, but it happens it's all good um but yeah so that's the end of today's episode i would like to thank my guest caleb one more time for coming on the show and uh blessing us with his tales and experiences with jujitsu uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube page to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. Thanks, Lamar. Take care. Yeah. Yep, and we're done.